Welcome back to Out Loud. Tune into this episode to learn more about public health and healthcare systems around the world. We hope you enjoy this episode and understand the steps you can take to help solve global health challenges and disparities. Hello everyone, my name is Serena Goyle from the USA and I'm the founder and host of Out Loud. Today I'm joined with Andrea, our international ambassador from Austria, to learn more about healthcare in her country. It is so nice to have you on the podcast. Do you want to give everyone a quick introduction of yourself? Hello, hello. Um, it's an honor to be here uh, once again. Uh, my name is Andrea. I'm from Austria, as Serena uh, introduced me. I'm 18 years old, and yeah, I um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Great, we're happy to have you here. So, just jumping straight in. Can you talk a little bit about the healthcare system in Austria and what health disparities exist? Um, yeah, of course. Um, in Austria, we have this two-tier system. So um, basically, we have publicly funded um, healthcare in Austria for everyone, for Austrian residents and also um, for example, for students in Austria um, from the uh, EU um, and also um, um, additional health care, um, additional option um, of private health insurance, uh, which is um, becoming more and more um, used. Um, like it offers more more flexible hours and more and more doctors um, are only um, for privately uh, privately um, insured people. Um, you also have um, then with the private insurance, which also of course costs more um, additional treatments and uh, sometimes only uh, like therapies who only are for um, private health insured people, um, which <laughs> leads me to the first disparity because it's like everyone um, pays a certain fee. Um, the healthcare fee in Austria is linked to income. So th that's quite good uh, managed um, for a start but it's getting more and more problematic that like a uh, two-class system is um, raising it, like rising again um, in my opinion because it's just not fair that we all live like in one state and um, there are treatments only available for them who can like afford them um, but would be really necessary uh, and just um, like a basic right for all people. Um, yeah, um, about the system in Austria, just uh, one more. Um, uh, it is linked to the income and it is also linked to employment. So everyone who is employed or is registered um, that like that person is not working currently. Um, is um, insured um, and before that, like before you become 18 or so, you have co-insurance with your parents. Um, 
yeah that's that's for a start <laughs> yeah that's great that's so much um amazing information and i'm pretty sure we have a system similar like that to the u.s yeah. with the um, public and the private sector yeah so it's it's amazing um, so where do you usually see the disparities between like the private sector and having to pay more based on income happening? Like what is usually the target group? Um, I think it's like in um, basically in like every age group and every um, part of community. Um, but I see disparities, especially, uh, of course, um, based on the different incomes. And um, when it like there are also doctors who offer like um, treatments for privately insured people and also the um, publicly funded ones. Uh, and you see the differences there because they're like doctors for everyone um also like the healthcare system is also uh, always like connected with um stigmas and um also around i think around the healthcare workers in austria because it's not only um the people who get the healthcare but also who work in healthcare because um i don't know if it's i i don't think it's just an austrian thing to be but um because healthcare workers don't get the recognition they deserve, and also like not only the social credit, but also the economic credit, like their their just their income basically, because they yeah they do so much for us. But I don't think um, especially people, uh, foreign people who come to Austria and work in healthcare don't get the credit they deserve and. Um, that also counts as dis disparity regarding the health system in Austria. Mm -hmm. I agree. We can definitely see that during the pandemic too. A lot of the do emergency doctors, they were working like 12 hour shifts and so much hard work. And, you know, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Um, and it was also like, it was good to, to see, um, that like just the visibility of all the people who work in healthcare that they get some kind of recognition like it's not enough it's not enough to clap for them at 8 p.m or whatever it was but it is a good start to like that they get the recognition they deserve i guess yeah, yeah. i definitely <laughs> agree yeah. so what do you think is the biggest health problem that is present in austria well, we all know what that is, don't we? <laughs> um, yeah, I think COVID-19 has like affected all of our lives, um, some more, some um, less. And it's definitely in the last, like it's nearly one and a half years that it has like turned up and um, yeah, just, bringing some chaos in the healthcare system, I think, um, and like raising questions, new questions like where Austria or where the world like in uh, regarding healthcare wants to go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Also regarding mental health, because um, I've seen like everyone is or a lot of 
people are now talking more openly about it because it is really a thing that affects everyone and it's like a shared experience as dumb as it sounds but it is mm -hmm. yeah i agree i think especially during the pandemic mental health has played just as important role as physical health yeah yeah so overall what kind of caused the current issues with health mm, well um the pandemic it spread <laughs> um and um i think countries uh got to recognize oh that like there could be um some sort of uh, shortages of like beds for the um how is it called in english um uh the um yeah just the, the places to treat the people with like severe um cases of covid for example um as in austria they like they 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 did the restrictions because they didn't want the shortage and we didn't really have but um it affected like all other sectors um because of the restrictions uh, so um some operations were postponed really important operations that affected like a lot of different people um for example i don't know um um yeah whole lots of like cancer um operations or also um uh women to men transitions are like uh, something like this were just postponed because where they were not recognized like oh that is important right now because we need those beds we need those places for like potential covid patients um so i think yeah, that raised um, some errors in the healthcare system. Yeah, they weren't deemed as urgent in the moment, right? So they ended up giving um, some of the materials to COVID patients, which I guess is another issue because, you know, shortage of, shortage of materials, it kind of divides the public and private sector again, you know, like who yeah. gets the beds and stuff like that. And that definitely presents challenges. Yeah. <laughs> So what do, what actions or steps do you think have been taken to help overcome these challenges? Um, yeah, um, the like the countries or like in Austria, it was like this, you, the government had to decide, okay, um, who are we going to prioritize? Um, and this went with um, like age groups like for example now the vaccination um process is uh divided in age groups and we're now um now it's open for everyone in my part of the country um but like i think over 60 year olds did start with it and of course there were some uh, difficulties with that as well because oh, why did that, I don't know, 40-year-old um, minister suddenly get the vaccine from or something like that. Um, but I think it's a good thing to just divide into the age groups because then you don't have to factor other, like, yeah, I don't know. But that's one, 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 one part. Yeah, I get what you're saying. 
you had to divide into age group. I know healthcare workers, you know, they obviously had to get in the elderly first and then it kind of like went down the chain. So yeah, the vaccine in my country is also open to most people right now. So we're, we're tackling it. Yeah. So what do you think still needs to be done? Um, yeah, well, regarding COVID now, we are in the process of process of vaccinating everyone so we just need to remember once we are vaccinated it's not like that the pandemic is over and maybe we take something with us so um the awareness of mental illnesses and also the visibility of uh healthcare workers and like uh marginalized people uh in the community um yeah that they just are more visible and that we i think there was a lot of um misunderstanding during the pandemic and um that we um as normal people try to understand that we can't look at like behind behind every person and um yeah just try to understand that we didn't know what other people need right at the moment um and yeah that that kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely agree I think there needs to be steps taken to raise visibility about some of these issues so I think we're taking strides to do that and we'll continue to do that on out loud so what would an ideal future look like in terms of healthcare for Austria um yeah i guess it's like austria is spending a lot of the tax tax money on healthcare so that's good uh right that's a start but i think it needs to be distributed like more gently or like more accurately um because um there are families there are um communities who don't get the uh, money they deserve they like just need um and i think that's a big big step um and yeah just being being more more open to the needs of actual people and not just the uh, general community but also the marginalized people like um, transgender people like there is an activist in Vienna who um, recently talked about um, like how she is treated in hospitals and how disrespectful she's treated by actual doctors there because they don't (laughs) they are not that open-minded um and i think that's just not like that's not understandable of um responsible adult beings (laughs) and uh, like it's just shit show sometimes and i think that's not acceptable um so when thinking in terms of the future, there needs to be a lot of work done to overcome like insecurities of like 
unnecessary things um, and yeah that everybody is just recognized as they are basically yeah I mean it comes down to it we're all human beings and oh. we, we all need health care <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah so have you seen any public health campaigns or anything similar to that? Yeah, Austria is full of that at the moment because they want to uh, vaccinate as quickly as possible. Um, and Austria also started some health campaigns like regarding mental health, which is good, but the um, the the process isn't that uh wasn't that successful in my opinion because they just uh represent white people um and it's just it's so funny to see um but also not like it but just oh i think i like i i had thought in the last year we've moved on and become more uh inclusive but oh we're we're not (laughs) so um yeah i don't know um but again uh they're trying and um there are like it is shown that austria spends a lot of money on the healthcare um and it's that's good yeah yeah I definitely think that more diversity in the campaigns will probably help make it more effective because then other groups will feel like they're represented. Yes. Yeah. So do you think our listeners can help address any of the healthcare issues that we talked about today? And if so, how? Uh, Well, if you're um, my Austrian listeners, hi. (laughs) Um, Because everyone can like show respect to people like at the doctors and be understanding if um, somebody comes first or is served first, uh, even though it may not be like understandable at first, it doesn't need to be understandable for you, but um, like they at the doctors will know what they do, such as um, being respectful because and not um, yeah, and just um, being patient, I think, because there was or there is at uh, some places still a lot of like vaccination jealousy going on. Um, and it just it is not necessary. Um, and oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's that's the thing. And overall, I think that counts for every country, country because it is uh, a pro- problem and um, uh, process we're all we all are facing um so yeah just be kind to people thank you we all want to be healthy and we all strive to like better ourselves um uh with that the system i couldn't have said it better that's great oh. <laughs> yeah that's, that's an amazing takeaway and i definitely agree with what you said so Thank you so much for everything you've said today. You did amazing. And I'm so (laughs) glad that I got to learn more about the healthcare system in Austria. Yeah, I hope you did learn something.